Warning, the following video contains strong language which may be offensive to some viewers or inappropriate for children. The content within this video is intended for mature audiences only. What's the play.net? The answer to all of your questions right now in this time of crisis, this time of uncertainty, the only, only true thing in this world is what's the play.net. You go to what's the play.net and you type in your question and one of our staff members will help you out, whether it's to get your, your mom to the doctors, whether it's to get your EBT, whether it's to get your stimulus check, it doesn't matter. Or whether, maybe it's whether to deal with all the uncertainness that comes with this. So, you know, maybe your relationships is not going the right way. It doesn't matter. Go to whatstheplay.net and all of your problems will be a lot, a lot easier, I promise you. Remember, today, tomorrow, the next day, in these times of uncertainty, we are praying for each and every one of you, making sure that each and every one of you are healthy. But the only way we can do that is, is working together, working together as a community. So remember, go to whatstheplay.net, and together we will solve all of life's issues that they're throwing at us. Remember, what's the play? And finally, new rule, liberals need a stand-your-ground law for cancel culture so that when the woke mob comes after you for some ridiculous offense, you'll stand your ground. Stop apologizing, because I can't keep up anymore with who's on the shit list. Now, lately, Republicans have been trying to appropriate the term cancel culture to describe what happens to them when they get a just comeuppance for actual crimes. And this muddying the water is unfortunate because cancel culture is real, it's insane, and it's growing exponentially, and it's coming to a neighborhood near you. If you think it's just for celebrities, no. In an era where everyone is online, everyone is a public figure. It's like we're all trapped in the hills have eyes and Wi-Fi. <laughs> Take Mr. Emmanuel Cafferty. He is, was, a San Diego gas and electric worker, but he got fired because someone reported him making a white supremacist hand gesture outside the window of his truck. But he's not a white supremacist. He's Latino. And he wasn't making a hand gesture. He was probably just flicking a booger. Is this really who we want to become? A society of phony, clenched asshole avatars walking on eggshells, always looking over your shoulder about getting ratted out for something that actually has nothing to do with your character or morals? Think about everything you've ever texted, emailed, searched for, tweeted, blogged, or said in passing, or now even just witnessed. Someone had a Confederate flag in their dorm room in 1990 and you didn't do anything? <laughs> you laughed at a Woody Allen movie? <laughs> Andy Warhol was wrong. In the future, everyone will not experience 15 minutes of fame, but 15 minutes of shame. And 62% of Americans say they have opinions they're afraid to share. 80% of Americans, young, Old, rich, poor, conservative, liberal, white, minority, all hate the current atmosphere of hypersensitivity. Yeah, everybody hates it, and no one stands up to it. Because it's always the safe thing 
to swallow what you really think and just join the mob. So if someone asks you if Justin Timberlake owes Britney Spears an apology for not being a perfect boyfriend when they were teenagers, just say yes. Easy, as Justin did, issuing an abject apology and then vowing to return sexy back to where he found it. (laughs) Now, you, you may be asking, why are we even talking about this now? Well... The New York Times did a documentary about Britney Spears. <laughs> really, the New York Times. What do you see the searing expose they have coming up on pebbles? <laughs> anyway, in it, we find out that teenage Justin hadn't become a perfect person yet, and when asked if he had sex with the girl whose big hit was called I'm a Slave for You, <laughs> said yes. What a cat. Although I truly believe any guy willing to wear matching outfits can't be all bad. Now, as for a song called I'm a Slave for You, nothing? Is this something? The Mandalorian's Gina Carano is a person I'd never heard of and resent that I have now. She's some conservative wrestling chick who kicks ass on a show I wouldn't watch if I was in prison. And she made some Nazi analogy. Who doesn't these days? You're like the Nazis is the new I don't like you. (laughs) It's always okay when Trump's the Nazi. That disqualifies her for marching around planet who gives a shit in a helmet? (laughs) By the way, you can't work in Hollywood if you don't believe what we believe. Yeah, in the 50s, that's exactly what the left complained they were being told. Now, the week before, it was Chris Harrison's turn in the barrel. He's the host of The Bachelor and is stepping away. Stepping away. (laughs) To educate himself on a more profound and productive level than ever before. Oh, good. Good. (laughs) Because all my life, I've looked up to the host of the Fuck a Stranger show. And if I thought I couldn't count on The Bachelor for moral guidance, I don't know if I could go on. And, of course, he's not stepping away because he's the host of a televised snake pit where 32 female contestants are trapped in the sorority house from hell. (laughs) It's because he wouldn't throw one of them under the bus when it came to light that in college she attended a dress-up-like-we're-in-the-old-south party, which is not a type of party we should be throwing in that it winks at a civilization built on slavery, yes. But apparently in 2018, millions of people were still doing it. And mature people understand humans are continually evolving, as opposed to Wokeville, where they're always shocked we didn't emerge enlightened from the primordial ooze. (laughs) What's Chris Harrison supposed to do? Build a time machine, go back to 2018, and knock the mint juleps out of their hands? Maybe while he's time-traveling, he can have a word with that asshole Abraham Lincoln, who's now canceled in San Francisco, and they're thinking about it in Illinois. Yes, the land of Lincoln might cancel Lincoln. Memo to social justice warriors, when what you're doing sounds like an onion headline, stop. Welcome to the Who Cares podcast, a podcast that enters your soul with your host, Stephen Moraga. 
It's time once again for the Who Cares About a Cast. Who Cares About a Cast? That's right, it's me, Stephen. Stephen with a P-H. That's right. You know by now. The only man to bring it to you, real, live, and direct. So serious, but so irrelevant. What's the word? Irreverent? There you go, irreverent. Get out of here. Exactly. Listen, right now I'm going to give you a little clip, a little clip, and if you want to listen to the full audio, if you want to subscribe, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash what's the play, and you there you can get the whole full FaceTime view of this particular incident. Now, I decided, I jumped into a, a pro wrestling page, and I know everybody out there knows that I love pro wrestling. And uh, they had posted a skit where there's some people in blackface from 1997, Triple H, in fact. If you want to email him, go for it. I'm, I'm not going to tell you not to. Uh, but it, it wasn't offensive to me. I just felt that mm, maybe not in this climate would you ever want to post something like that. Well, you know what happens then, right? We get everybody from um, Donald Trump's son. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't do it. But to every hillbilly on this planet. However... We did get one man that talked a lot of madness to me. However, he put his money where his mouth was. And I said, I said, listen, Mr. Travis Flanders, don't call me those names. Don't say that to me because I want you to be on my podcast, right? Because you are our audience and we know, we know that we are the most intelligent so. audience on the planet. There is nobody else more intelligent. There is no other podcast that's more intelligent. There is no other podcast that tells you exactly what you need to hear. And I said, listen, Mr. Travis Flanders, if you want to say that kind of smack to me, said I was a liberal idiot, said I was a liberal jerk. And I went back and I said some horrible things, some horrible things. I called him a, a, a six year old man when he's only like 44. You know, I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. All I said was I just didn't think that at this time that uh, maybe a blackface post would not be uh, too relevant to the conversation right now. Like, why would you want to do that? You know, but this man put his money where his mouth is. And I said, well, you, he said I was a keyboard warrior. He said I was a big jerk. And I said, well, OK, well, then be on my podcast. And he said, all right, I'll do that. I will be on your podcast. Whoa. OK. You're the first man on Twitter on any platform to accept the challenge and you know what happened you know what happened well i'll let it i'll let it flow i'll let it kind of ride out but i will let you know that we're all just human beings in this world and you know what happens all it takes is some facetime a little bit of uh uh seeing each other and seeing how we really live in life whether it be black brown asian doesn't matter. We're all just human beings. We all bleed the same blood. You and I, we all bleed the same blood. And you know who the, the biggest, controversial, most, <laughs> most divisive person that is destroying our complete land, the beautiful land from city to sea, and that's the media. And I want to make sure that if you're talking smack to each and every one of you, like I did, I, I put a little smack out there and he, he put a, some smack back to me. But I want to make sure that you guys know 
It's not about us. It's about holding the journalists. Journalists! They are the only ones that make us feel the way we do. If it wasn't for them, if we wouldn't even know about these certain issues. If it wasn't... Stop, stop watching the news Because the news contrives to frighten you To make you feel small and alone To make you feel that your mind isn't your for the news media we wouldn't even know that 13 people robbed this place why don't they ever talk about you know in fact we're gonna be coming out with the real news do you know what the real news is Fifteen thousand things a day happen that are amazing that are amazing that they help each and every one of you individuals out there but you know what they don't report on that do they they want to divide us they want to create uh and and miss megley the southern bell just found out she's congonese or congo from the congo Racist rhetoric against Asians and Asian Americans has become a real problem in the U.S. amid the coronavirus that originated in China. The president is promoting this kind of language. He refers to and has referred to the virus as the China virus, as the Kung flu. And Asian Americans are reporting an increase in racist encounters. After one of my CNN colleagues, Amara Walker, experienced three such incidents during just one trip to New Orleans International Airport, she talked about it online, on Twitter. She wrote, quote, I hate that I have to say this, but I belong. We Asian Americans belong. I was born and raised in the U.S. I am as American as apple pie, and I am as American as Korean barbecue. I am American. Please don't question me about that fact ever. Amra Walker is joining us now. Um, Amra, thank you for writing about this. I think this was so important for people to understand what a lot of Asians and Asian Americans in the U.S. have been going through. Tell us what happened to you. And that's why I wrote about it. You know, I wanted to be a voice for so many of us Asian Americans who don't speak out when these kinds of things happen. And, and I do want to say, Brianna, if I had encountered just one racially charged incident yesterday, I wouldn't have probably posted about it. But it was the fact that it happened back to back to back within a span of an hour, Brianna, uh, is what really shook me to my core. And right now I have to admit I'm shaking right now. I, I, I still can't believe um, that we went through this, that I went through this. Um, okay, so here's what happened. First incident, I, I'm walking through the airport. Uh, an older gentleman stops, he pulls down his mask, looks at me, and says, Ni hao, which is hello in Chinese, and, and then ching chong, which is a racial slur that's been used for, for decades. And um, I was stunned. I mean, it, this has happened to me before, sadly. Um, mm -hmm. But every time it happens, it, it, it shocks me. And like I've done in the past, I just kept walking. I, I didn't know what to say. Um, and he walked away. And the more I thought about it, my blood was just boiling. Um, and thankfully, I, I ran into him uh, inside the terminal. He was standing right behind me when I was trying to buy souvenirs for my husband and, and daughter. And um, I turned around and I said to him in a really stern voice, I said, do you understand what you said to me was racist and it, it was racially charged? Do you understand, sir? And um, he kind of looked at me with, with a smug look, and he just said, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, and, and he walked away. Wow. Uh, with you, you know, we are a nation of immigrants. Uh, look out there tonight at the Statue of Liberty. We have compassion for children. Why are we so divided in this country as to what to do about this problem? I don't think we are divided. I, I think uh, America has a, is hard in the right place. We need to be compassionate. We need to be... a. Uh, 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 strong and enforce our laws. It is precisely why we should make it clear in these countries that regardless of the 
of the trauma that they're obviously going through, but name me a Latin American country that doesn't have a poor people. We have to set laws. We have to invest and let them know that it isn't the, uh, the land of, of milk and honey, that life isn't easy here. You know, my heart goes out to the parents that have to traumatize their kids to go through Mexico. They, they must go through terrible abuse. But at the same time, if we accept these children and we don't re repatriate them, it's only going to send out a clear signal to everyone in Latin America that if you get to America, you will stay here. And then if you think those numbers are big now, uh, it's hard to trust the statistics. People, the people may be surprised to hear that coming from someone who is an immigrant. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, there are ways to come to this country. You know, there are ways or legal ways. Look, once they're here, I'm not saying to be cruel to them or anything like that. But if we if we accept, let's say we accept these children, we, we let them stay here in America, we give them good homes. What is this going to say to all, everybody else? Are we prepared to be overwhelmed? Because that's exactly okay. what's going to happen. I want you guys to listen to the president. The people here. <clears throat> Let me just say, let's take the I father's think, side. I think we of course, have plenty of humanitarian organizations Let us say that can help. We allow these 7,000 uh, children to stay here and grow up American and go to our schools. What do we say to the 60,000 that are going to follow them? Right. And the 150,000, can we house them all, Father? Do we have the whereabouts? We can't even well, take care of our own kids here now. I know that, that you're a father is, who's supposed to show compassion. Let sure. him Here's a surprise. Criticize Meghan Markle, CNN says. You must be racist. People here on the right continue to savage Markle and her story. Something struck a nerve with them. Was it a multiracial woman speaking out against an institutional white royal family? Oh, no, no, it's not about that. Well, then what is it about? What is it about then? Chris should know. I mean, he is black on the inside. You know I'm black on the inside. I'm sure blacks are so grateful to have him. But hey, racism is basically the only thing left that Chris is allowed to talk about on CNN. So we finally reached the RASP, the racism accusation saturation point, where every activity, belief or opinion can be traced back to racism. Me just pointing this out makes me racist. You hearing me say that makes you racist. And if you deny it, ha, that's proof of racism, too. Unless, of course, you work for CNN or MSNBC and become the accuser to enable your own vile commentary. Over at MSNBC, Joy Reid can freely indulge repulsive rhetoric, smearing millions of Americans by tweeting that conservatives would trade tax cuts to openly say the N-word. Could that include her co-worker, Nicole Wallace? How else does Joy get her facts on this stuff? I mean, that's the only conservative she knows, right? Then there's her smear of Tim Scott. Gotta love the uh, Tim Scott standing there to provide the patina of diversity over that uh, round of words, that uh, basket full of words. That's a stupid comment, for it can be applied to its user. Would Joy still be employed saying such vile things if she were white? Remember those homophobic slurs she blamed on a hacker? Good times. So on the spectrum of slander, where being called a stupid jerk is the most harmless and being called a pedophile is the worst, where does you're a racist fall? I'd say it's closer to the extreme. It can ruin lives, and it's delivered by elites from their broadcasting perch of immunity with no accountability. So as the Derek Chauvin case approaches and the specter of bloodshed looms, remember who excused previous months of violence. They could do it again, and why? You deserve it. You're racist. So really, we're all just one people. We all breathe the same air. We all love each other. And it's these 
despicable journalists. They come out of any kind of college and they go and they, they have to listen to the rhetoric of their editors and what the editors have, they have to, they have to, um, listen to their almighty, what is it called? Oh, it's oh, the almighty dollar. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's what it's called. The almighty dollar. The lobbyists, everybody is put the pressure on them to make sure that they put that, the, that agenda out that we have to listen to. And listen, it doesn't matter if it's conservative or, or, or Democrat or if it's, who cares? That's right. Who cares? Listen to me. Who cares? The only trusted source in all of news media. Listen to me and listen to how two individuals. He's from Georgia. I'm from the beautiful homeless state of California. And you know what? We came together and together is how we do it. Much love to each and every one of you. And remember, the Who Cares podcast treats you as an individual. But before we get to that interview with Mr. Travis Flanders, we're going to be sharing for all the degenerate stalkers of Miss Meg Lee, the Southern Belle out there, her bewildered and perplexing observations of gay men today and her distaste possibly for musical theater gays and ones that talk with a lisp. But she explains it in such an elegant way that only the Southern Belle can. Wait, Regular. Wait, okay, well, you said something right now, Miss Bigley. Yes, I'm just saying, like... If you were to have a son, and he was... There. I have two sons. If, if either one of them grows up to be, um, you know, gay, I uh-huh. just, I just, I don't want him to be my worst fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, not... This, this is not a... I'm not trying no, to be no, offensive no, to... No, no offensive. But just not musically gay, like... like no, not musically Like, flamboyantly gay. musically... Musical gay. Okay, like... Ah. Whose dream it is to, yeah, exactly, to sing like that and play like, you know. I'm Liza Minnelli. Yes, and play like, what's his name from Rocky Horror Picture Show with the boa and like the. Frankenfurt. I mean. Dr. Frankenfurt. I just don't want him to be flamboyantly Frankenfurt. Would you yeah. like him to listen to Jessica Simpson, The Public Affair? Gay, I don't want him to talk like, oh, hey, what's happening? Like, I don't want him to talk like, like that. I don't know what happens. Yeah, I don't either. Because there's gay people yes, that, there gay people. that talk regular, like, hey, how you regular. doing? Like, just, like, doesn't talk like, doesn't, like, make uh, your voice sound like, hey, girl, what's going like, yeah, yeah. like, that's just not even real. That's not. I don't think gay guys like that. That's a fake voice. Like, I don't think gay guys like, like that. Like, you're, you're, why would you do that? Lith? Like, hey, girl, what's going on? Like, I don't, like, don't talk like that. Like, what is that? It's, uh, it's that's, a scene. That's like a fake no, but I think what? I think I think a lot of them can't they can't help it. They just want to perform for yeah, you, it's always, and I want to so be again, it goes excited back to the and musical, I need love. Right? The being a musical kind of gay. Yeah, like, love. No I musical wanna, gay. I love musicals. No and musical I wanna, gay. I want to be in a musical kind of gay. Musical gay, not musical gay. No, like I want to be in a musical kind of gay. You don't want that. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. And I think that's when the, that's when the voice comes out. That's when the, they all want to be, look at me, kind of gay. Oh, what you want to be in the show, kid? I just, I just want one that just blends in with the crowd. Oh, okay. Oh, you know? Wow. You, can't, oh, you can't tell? Wow. No, no, blends in with the crowd. I'm just saying, no, I, no, no. Not like that. Not like that. I'm just saying, just talk. No, they don't have to accentuate their voice. Why? Like, Maybe they're I trying mean, to be dramatically like, expressive. Why, why, why do you? Because I think doing that voice is almost like being like girls that talk like Valley girls. They want to like they want to be fake in order to like be you talking cool. about like vocal fry. Yeah, like vocal fry. Like they just Any of that stuff. They they put an effort. You don't like into fake make, accents, I guess. I don't like I don't like fake. Yeah, I don't like fake. But what would at you all. say our accent is, Miss Megley? I just don't like fake. Our, well, I don't our, like our fake. accent is from the. Uh, it's a Spanglish mixed with 
Whittier. I just I don't Roland like I think people that that that's like like some flamboyant flamboyant gay men talk I like, like that because they've seen Claire too Boyant. much. I like they've seen too much TV and they oh, want to okay, be like, like RuPaul the, shit. Like the, yes, saying. I don't think that's cool. Come on, you're being then you're add, adding an element of fakeness to your. That's part like, of your that's life. What, maybe that's, that's what they feel like they gotta be. Maybe maybe that they saw uh, like a RuPaul episode and then they really like uh, what's the word. Uh, adhered to it. Like or, uh, I don't think that's like uh, they. They felt like they that that that, that person spoke for them. You they've don't been, have been to, wanted, okay. That's been wanting to come out of them forever. They, they want to be like. I mean, I just think like, look at if you're cool, like gay, fine, be proud about. It. Don't you don't have to say like, oh, you don't have to fake a voice. Okay, but can you think? They, they can't sing like, musicals. Yeah. They can't sing musicals. They can sing musicals, not in a, <laughs> okay, but not in a fake voice. Not in a fake voice. Just okay, don't yeah. do the How fake. How do you want them to sing in musicals? I just be like, yeah. So what? So like, I like getting. I, I, I like getting. It could just be like real about. Just be real about. Like, yeah, no, I like musicals, but I ain't gonna try to sound like the, the female lead. In a, I'm not gonna try to sound like the female lead in the musical. You know? like Bing Crosby and all of those other guys that were gay back then. I don't think Bing Crosby. Well, they were definitely bisexual. Bing Crosby? Yes. He beat the shit out of his kids. Yeah. Gay guys don't be Why? Because he was that repression. Like, he was trying to hold, like, he couldn't tell anybody. Really? That's what I mean. It's you think cool. He, I don't think if he's gay. I, I, think, think, I think, you think you get, the only people you get that, Rock Hudson no, and Big Crosby The only confused. people that term the word gay and homosexual and straight and happy? That, it, it's, it's, it's people. Like, there was never a term for people. it. People. Like, sex is sex people whether you're with a, a female people. or a male. It, it, it doesn't make a difference. But people, we started labeling, society started labeling gay. Gay. Like, yeah, that queer. was never, it's like. What about queer? All of that. It doesn't like <laughs> sex is sex. Whether you have even the, right. the, the time of the Romans, they were having yes, like right. sex with. Uh, it was Everybody. like uh, it was like a free for all. Like were, you know, sex with sex. Too. I think that was kind of weird. Well, I mean, but I'm just saying there was no distinction. <laughs> there was no distinction. <laughs> but there was really no distinction. It was just normal. Yeah, like, no, you know, no, I feel you. Have yeah. sex with whoever if it makes you feel good. That's right. There's no term for it. There is no. You're term. not gay for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't really know why. For really it. You're not straight for it. I, I, I understand that because I really don't I'm know saying? why there's a uh, there's a uh, tag on that. Because we label like a hashtag. Society is the one that labeled it. There was never. They've been, la- they've been labeling a lot. That's lately. what I'm saying. Ever since I mean back in they want to label never, a lot. Like I don't even know why we have to term it now. Like whether you're heterosexual, right, right, you or know what's bisexual, weird? What is some that? of the weirdest some of the weirdest <laughs> sexual experiences that I've had that doesn't define me. I'm not going to talk about stuff that's like, hey, things got a little mm-hmm. wild last night with some people. A lot of people's first kisses isn't with the opposite. Well, sex I don't know, either. but like you know, no, I mean, you, I you know this house, study. you know my house, it gets a little wild sometimes. No, I'm just saying that. But, but I wouldn't say that 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 particular incident uh, defines me of who I am. People are made to feel like they're wrong <laughs> for like being with like I mean, it, it, like yeah. why why do we have to label it? We don't. Um, sex is something that like intercourse that makes you feel good. It doesn't matter whether it's. Two dicks, two vaginas, a dick and a vagina, or whatever. Two, two dicks and a vagina? Or two dicks and a vagina, or one or in the butt the, and one in the vagina. One or, in the ear. Or, you know, either right. way, a girl's fist in another vagina. Uh, like we call that queer. Fist. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's just sexual pleasure. We're also still wondering why, why do they have, even have the word queer? <laughs> why do they have the word gay, homo, anything? No, no, well, no, queer, though. Like, I don't get that. I think that's more of an insult. I, don't I know think it's an insult. Like that. Might as well call people midgets. You know, <laughs> we're gonna go with queer, <laughs> right? What about a midget queer? Yeah, uh, my friend Cassie told me recently. Uh, she said, "This is the funniest shit." She says, "You know, her daughter when she was eight, mm-hmm. uh, she says, Dad, you and my, you and mommy cuss a lot. Uh, why can't I have a time to cuss?'" And they go, "All right, you get one shot. Go yeah. for it." And she goes, "Well, can I say two? And they, go, yeah, I guess. And they, yeah. She's all, "Dick bitch." <laughs> <laughs> 
No, those are two words. <laughs> and oh, they, man. she said that, and her and Joe, they started dying. That like they couldn't keep it together because they've never heard "dick bitch" before. Oh my gosh! Is that the funniest shit? That is. They, I know that's like the mildest. This is also the girl. This is also the girl that called our friend Matt. You know, called a meat. At a very young age, like a six, she goes, "What's up with your friend Meat?" <laughs> is that's that girl in tune? Oh man, she's in tune. Huh? Oh, that's good. How funny is Dick that's Bitch? Good. Dick Bitch could mean a lot of things. Like you, Dick Bitch. It's like calling like, 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 like beanbags next to calling me. Right, right, but or you'd be like Dick Bitch. I know, you know, I, that's so funny because like that's like, how it I goes like to it. show you like when you when parents cuss a lot, like their kids. Yeah, but they come up with better shit. No, but their kids like won't come up with like that. Like bad of a like look at that was like no but dick bitch is badass no it is but I'm saying it's, it's have you heard kind of mild before? no it's good but I'm just saying she chose like the per like the daughter it's kind of like it's kind of like when I heard shit fuck that for the first time shit fuck it's dick like when bitch. I heard no but okay so this is what happened to me Miss Bagley yes uh uh I, w- I was I was young about the same age uh-huh. and I wrote uh like an idiot you know those post it note pads you wanted to get in trouble because you didn't care. Yeah. You're like you know, my brother. To notepads? You want to test, test? I wrote every cuss word I knew at like seven or eight on this pad. You're totally testing. And I just left the pad, shit. and then I went outside to play. You you remind me of my brother. You liked pushing buttons, and I bet you loved. Just what can I do? Good thing to you were my, my sister. What can I do to get my parents? Good thing you like, were my sister. Good oh thing my, I met you. At I, age. I know. I would be like, oh gosh, not again. Here he goes again. Like you're. Oh god. Oh my god. Imagine. Yeah. If I was like trying to hog the spotlight during the time that you really. Like, no, I would let you have a spot. I'm like, oh gosh, but he's got to do it by doing something wrong just oh, to right, get like right. everybody. You, you would make little snide comments like, at least I'm not like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, at least gosh. I have my shit together. I'm like, really, Mikey? Uh, really, uh, yeah, it's, really, it's, Steven? It's, it's, really, least, Stevie? Yeah, at least I'm really, Stevie? Do you see him? At least I, I'm just going to go back to my studying. Uh, Mom, Stevie, uh, you know, he's doing it again. He's trying to bother me while I'm doing my homework. You know, homework. Right, that that's I, what you'd say. You'd say homework that, that I don't ask for help for. I just do yeah, it myself. Well, I'm doing know? my homework. That's what or you'd no. say. Not, like, not like you're trying to do something like interesting. I know. Or, or, or I'd like be like, Mom, Mom I'm trying to. I'm trying wanted, to figure out science. You wanted me to tutor Stevie, but he's not listening. I'm not. I don't have time for this. I got other stuff to do, like trying to, like you know, solve, solve, solve the, the world's issues. problems. You know, and I got to. I'm teach trying Stevie to run for office in 2024. His basic algebra. I mean, who doesn't know algebra? He should know algebra right now. I can't. Yeah. I can't. It's a lost cause. He wants to do his spirit. He's hands. a lost cause. He wants to sing in his musicals. Mom, he's a lost cause. I can't help him. Okay, <laughs> he's not going to know math. He's not going to know. I, I can't. I can't do it. So, Ms. Begley, I want to show you something that happened to me, uh, I believe, last week. Maybe a week, week before. No, last week. I, you know, I'm in a pro wrestling forum. Or oh, a, yeah. A, mm-hmm. a pro wrestling Facebook group. Oh, yeah, the groups, yeah. <laughs> the fanatic groups, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's my proudest moment. Oh, are, were you arguing again with another group member? Yeah. Oh, well, boy, I got you Well, you know, I have, trouble, a very, I have a very uh, extensive... A very extensive knowledge base. Yeah, you love people calling people out on something. No, I'm, I'm talking about wrestling. Well, I, I, I know that combined with oh. calling people out, like you know. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but when I see travesties, so I want to play for you. I want to play for you the video in question, and okay. then you can watch, and we'll watch this here live. Okay. And then you can comment, or you, well, you can see it for yourself. And then what happened is one of these commenters coming up right now. Yeah. Mr. Travis Flanders. Okay. We had a little skirmish. For the Simpsons? 
just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. That's Mr. Flanders. Oh, yeah. Or what is his name? Yeah, Flanders. Is this Flanders? I think Flanders. This guy's way better. Okay. Well, you'll find out. Okay. I remember you talking about how, not about him, but you were talking about how somebody, you got in a little tiff with somebody. Like, that was him. Okay, okay. And so we recorded an interview, but I want you, I want to do first post, a pre, and yeah. then post interview. Yeah. I'm wondering, what, what was this all about? You're going to, because. Yeah. So uh, setting it up, yeah. uh, there's this uh, video in question is uh, back in 1997, the. Okay. Faction in the WWF at the time, WWE. Okay. That was led by Triple H. Okay. Uh, yeah. And he had uh, the Road Dog Jesse James. Yeah. And badass Billy Gunn uh-huh. and X Pac. And they okay. formed D Generation X. Okay. And their arch rivals were Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He was the leader okay. of the Nation of Domination. Okay. okay sure. And he had a couple other black guys in his group. Okay. You probably wouldn't know their names. One of them yeah. was named Mark Henry. Uh, the Godfather, who used to have come out with pimps and hoes and stuff. Oh, wow. He was a pimp. They had his yeah. hoes. And then there was uh, this guy named D'Lo Brown, which he's not okay. really. He's yeah. But he was... So what happened was uh, Triple H, who's uh-huh. now the VP of entertainment, in case anybody, in case anybody wants to okay, go ahead and look him up and then email him and ask him, yeah. why the fuck did he come in blackface? Oh. So he <laughs> pretended to be The Rock. And okay. it was very stereotypical. In fact, but it was because they like to talk shit against each other. And it was right? at the that's time what the wrestlers kind of, yeah. do, right? They right. That's what they do. So talk. it's a, yeah, it is, that's true. Okay. So it was in the context of wrestling. Yeah. Which yeah. pretty much has the has a history. Shit, like, yeah, cheesy shit talk. Of total vile racist, but it's all in the guise of yeah. Hey, we're wrestling. Yeah. We're a bunch of hillbillies, anyways. Yeah. That's the whole. Who cares? Yeah. And we all we all kind of like, but this gentleman, not, not the not Mr. Flanders, another gentleman posted. This particular segment into the our my pro wrestling group that I'm a part. Okay, yeah. And I saw it, and I didn't even look at any of the comments. I just as a throwaway comment, I said, "Really, right now? You know?" And oh, well, let's see. I got it right yeah, here. Peter sure. comment. Peter comment. No, read the comment. I oh. want to hear what the comment was. Yeah, I do too. Because it's been it's been a while. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. So you know, my memory only goes to the last to, to the last, last conversation to I last just had hour. With, with my doctor. Uh, did you watch wrestling, Miss Bigley? I always thought it was too fake. Like I couldn't, I couldn't get into it because it was like unbelievably fake. So if they're in blackface, yeah. that's fake. Um, I guess. What are you trying to say, Miss Bagley? Didn't they do that in the Little Rascals though, too? Yeah, they did it pretty much throughout time. Yeah, like it's. You know, I don't understand really though. Like people are getting too sensitive. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why people get so hurt feelings about. But blackface is kind of no. But what? It's like what? Well, because it I mean, harkens is... back. It harkens back to the vaudevillian. Days when white people used to watch other white people dress as black people to make fun of them. Well, what about people that want to dress up as like a Mexican and want to paint themselves brown? That was me. I'm a Mexican that dressed up as a Mexican so at like, five years old. So yeah, you're so like like what like I was Pancho Villa. If we're gonna give it a physical description, how is anybody gonna know that you're black, Mexican, or or even Asian? You can paint yourself yellow, whatever. I don't know, but you can paint yourself yellow. Well, you know, like a yellow. T- oh, like Asian people? Yeah, like I yeah. never thought Asian people look yellow. Maybe like a slight yellow tint, like a little jaundice. Really? Like oh, jaundice. here it is. Okay. So here's the post. Jesus Christ. We just did. Hey, you John to see tip. So anyways, the. Uh, Is that a troll? <laughs> that's Triple H as The Rock. Oh, so wow. Let me just play this for you. I thought that was really actually. Um, I guess we're going to play this live on the podcast, which I think we should. It's not allowed on the WWE Network now when they just moved to Peacock. They moved to Peacock recently. Oh, they did. The network has now been shifted to Peacock. Is that an only, only one? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's Hulu. Or it's like uh, Peacock yeah. is all the NBC like shows. HBO Max. Here it comes. Okay, here it is. Wait a minute. We're expecting DX here. That's, that's been a nation. What year? Uh, 
So they're pretending to be the rock. Your music on. That's supposed to be Owen Hart, because he's part of the nation team. That's supposed to be the Godfather, but it's not. It's Bill again. What time is that? You can talk to the mic. Oh, sorry. It's a dealer. You can do that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at Mozart is supposed to be Mark Henry. That is, that's for them. It is. Whoa, that jail. <laughs> that was the most racist thing I think I heard. Classic. Yeah. Look at his hair. Rock the red hair. This. I ain't faking. You should have smelled what the rock was baking. The rock was baking. Brother was baking. <laughs> look at, at D-Lo. He's the man. That's what D-Lo used to do. Like, he used to always like, get the rock back in the door. Like, kind of like that, but not like ridiculous. Right? What's going on here now? Be the people's Wait elbow. Uh-oh, it's the people's elbow, Jr. Oh, the best damn elbow in the business, according to the rock. Look at this. Smells like 
That, like, you mean? Yo, something, Mark Henry. <laughs> Me is Mark Henry. <laughs> right. I know you're the world's strongest man, and the croc's got a hell of a body himself, but there's one thing the people want to know. How do you get your pets to go all the way around to your back like that? <laughs> oh, man. What he wants to know is how... Shut up! <laughs> It's real simple. We got two words for you. Suck it! So, Ms. Megley, that was this the skidding question. I just simply, like, this guy that posted it, this guy, Chris, he gives a fuck, Zabdisky? Yeah. Sounds like a Domslowski. Uh, so, look at, but everybody that starts posting after that oh, was what like, say that? Classic! Don't know what the croc is cooking. So whatever. If anybody knows what, the, if it is, this was got to be the funniest thing. DX. I mean, it was almost over the top rhetoric. I mean, it's okay. It's fun. I mean, it's not. It's not really funny because uh, I, it is funny for the time. But it, now the times have changed, and yeah. and and like that Mizark thing wasn't that. I mean, I don't know, man. I really, I'm not trying to make excuses. I just felt that so in this climate... You're saying it wasn't offensive. You're saying it was nothing wrong I mean, with it. I don't no, think it no. I don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's offensive, but I would say that in this climate, either you want to, like I said, poke the bear, or you want to try what to create... What is the other person saying? What was Try to create controversy. Yeah. Or, or you're doing it for... It's not the right time for it. You so know what, what, I mean? are you, what are you trying to say? That the, the I just said, like, time and place, man. Say, like... It's like, been, all right, th- maybe in a couple of years if it dies down and people kind of get like, so what, all right. What did he say about, th- what was his comment on Okay, that? so then you go down to me, right? Are you, what my comment is. Oh, okay. Yeah, get to my comment, right? Okay. So it goes all down here, right? Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, my, I was the one that commented. Okay. Oh, shit. Did they, did they delete my comments? <gasps> did they? Oh, maybe because I posted the Who Cares podcast. Um, no. Oops. That's me. So they're saying that, like... One and I know this is, like, ridiculous, that, but I wanted to show the vitriol. And it was great because the discourse that we had... It does... Oh, here it is, here it is. Okay. There it is. I found it. They didn't okay, take it yeah. out. All I put was, poor timing on this post, my dude. That's what I put. Okay, meaning, like... Yeah, like, why now? For the video. You're saying... So whoever yeah, yeah, it, like, why are you going to... There's so many archival footage. Saying, is we, the person that's posting it, is he trying to be negative, or is he trying to say, like, look, or is he trying to say, this was funny? Was he trying to put it out there like in a positive way? Like this a positive was, way. Like this when was, the climate right now in the world is, we have BLM, we have a, a, a vitriol on all sides. Right now is is a heated time for race. Do you want to? Do you want to like add to like that, or do you want to just? Why don't you just chill the fuck out, watch how everything plays out, and and just if if it's been offending people a little bit, that's why go all the way back and start finding a. To what a lot of people would deem offensive now. I know you're not supposed to hold your tongue, but I was just kind of like, really? Right now? That's kind of poor timing. I, I wouldn't do that. So you must have had like some kind of moment of, you must have been like, <laughs> like all oh, high mighty when you wrote that. Part That's right. Really. That's right. I'm, I'm still sitting on that chair. <laughs> I know. 
Hi and mighty. Well, well, it looks like you got uh, you had a little bit of the um, high and mighty kind of uh, complex. Uh, or you, I'm not trying to be high and mighty. I no, just... no, no, you're not trying to be high and mighty, but you're trying to be like because usually you would be the person that's trying to kind of poke the bear, poke the bear, and put it out but, there. But I know right now that that particular subject fucking wound up and they're really pissed. Give me give me a time like that. Or it's kind of last like, year. Or uh, <laughs> any time during Barack Obama's <laughs> people that have seen like the Joker movie where he gets everybody like okay, all, all right, that. perfect. Okay, so 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 it's kind of like if you okay, remember that guy that killed all those people in Colorado? Yes. Right? Then you post something of the Joker killing everybody in a movie. There's a clip from the Joker, and you're going to post uh, he's killing everybody in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like that. Um, but I think it's kind of like somebody saying like, "Look, guys, this is funny." It's funny when somebody dressed up in blackface. It's not like insulting. It's like, I wouldn't be insulting. I would say the funniest part of that was Owen Hart, and the guy in blackface wasn't that funny. Um, I thought the the one that played The Rock was funny because he, he made himself. Triple H? The, I VP, the I vice not, president of, of WWE? Am I supposed to, is it supposed to be believable that he's The Rock if he just makes himself like his regular, I mean, he kept himself. He barely put some fucking... Yeah, because... Rock is a, like, is a light yeah, skin. He did his, yeah, he, I think they matched the color. Do you think he could have gotten away with it without even putting it on there? I don't think so. I think, I, think so. the, I don't even think the it skin coloring was that offensive. I think that his nappy-headed like wig on the top, because Rock has never had a hair, hair like that. It wasn't really nappy. It was a goddamn clown hat. It was... <laughs> it was a black clown hair. But it's almost like roasting somebody. Okay, I'll give you that. You know? And, it's I, like, that, and that's how we looked at it back then. Yeah. yeah. But And that's fine. I just... Anybody that posts that, I don't think that... <sighs> Have you seen these guys in this? It's group? probably like it's probably like why is everybody gotta be so serious all the time? That's what everybody yeah. starts to say though, yeah. but they don't say it to me nicely. Oh yeah, because they're like, gosh, who, why is this guy in the group? Damn, Somebody, are you are you friends with these people? Why is he in our group? He, he's in the wrestling group, right? He knows he's in the wrestling group. You know why? Because I I'm I'm the yin to their yang. When did Mister Serious get into this wrestling group? When did Mister Thinker? Does this guy even believe in wrestling? When why did the biggest? Can somebody vote him out? When did the man with the biggest brain enter this group? That's what they're thinking. It's almost too big for his skull. And when did the man that thinks about the world before everybody else? Can somebody get this killjoy out of here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so this is what happens. This is what everybody says to me. Robert, this guy named Robert Smith, right? Oh, you just you set yourself up for that one, didn't you? Knew someone would whine about this. Oh yeah. And Are that's you? when he got now. Now he's being offensive. Now he's making you. Now this is offensive. Hey, why don't you just basically tell you get what? some cheese with that wine? Go, go, go join the march, buddy. Go join the march. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so I had to tell him. I said Robert Smith. Just pointing out the obvious. It was either done a on purpose during a ridiculous but really raci- racially sensitive climate. B because the poster was completely oblivious and or possibility of a lower IQ. Robert, when you aren't being the when you aren't being the front man for the cure, which ideology do you fall into? He's like, I got your ideology right here. Spin on this, buddy. God damn it, this post, <laughs> these people are gonna love you. Uh, the next person goes. His name okay, this guy's name is Nyla Arala. And I found it he's like from Scotland. Which I don't know that's a Scottish name, but I can't even say it right. So maybe I'm just doing some racial ass overtones right now. Hey. All right, look at So he goes, Why are you hating, bro? There was way more fucked up storylines out there. I go, Hating on what? Blackface, bro? 
Here in America, because he's from like Ireland or something, here in America, it's a volatile atmosphere. Be thankful you're not experiencing the divide. Ours is. I simply said, not time and place, but I've been called a whiner and a hater. I put laugh out loud. If you'd both like to discuss, discourse is the key. So I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging everybody I f- to be discourse. I feel like you're, discourse. you're sounding like that Chinese girl that got offended when somebody said, meow. Is that what you say? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start is calling she you fucking Winnie the meow. Pooh's buddy. Is she Winnie the Pooh's donkey friend? It's like, yeah, bitch, he was just trying to say hello to you in Chinese. Look at me and Mark Henry. <laughs> And the Rock Train Johnson are, have, are actually personal friends, close personal friends. Um, yeah. Um, what do they call you guys? Look at if, if anybody the whiny sewing so, so If anybody did you in half Latin, half white makeup. Yeah, and start like Bart Simpson or I kick him in the face. <laughs> but it's all it's good. For, like it's I, called you. Yeah, I, no, it's not because Triple H hated the Rock. But here we go. Here's another one. Matt Herrack goes, oh. Are you a sensitive little soul? I know, kind of like in their comments. Like I'm gonna have to join the crowd oh, on this. Damn one. it! <laughs> this is, this, and then, and then he tells that Irish dude, he is a sensitive little soul. <laughs> what a bunch of weaklings this world is becoming. Yeah. Right? It's crazy because they're saying the comments that you would have normally said, and then they day of the week. Uh, not against black people with blackface. You're turning into that. Oh, an American. What is that? What did you call yourself, a Gen Zer? Gen Zier? Gen Zier. That sounds like something you like a bra. <laughs> Gen Zier, huh? And then, and then Matt Hare keeps going on and on, right? This, this goofy-looking motherfucker. Look at Matt Hare goes, Stephen Raga, yes, you're, you, oh, yeah, look at <laughs> Yes, you definitely have a lower IQ. Like, what? Where did that must, come from? He's also like, you must have a pussy, too. <laughs> like, you just said, I have a lower IQ. That's not, that doesn't even make sense. That's not even in the context of what we're talking about. They don't care. They're like, they call us you know why like, they don't care? Hey, do you also have a pussy? <laughs> you know why they don't care? Because they're working at fucking Walmart. And they got off the job and they're coming home to Karen. Popping open a fucking bud. Yelling at their fucking, their kids that haven't been around for a couple of days because they're out huffing paint, smoking meth. And running around. <laughs> Into the lakes and streams, or whatever the fuck you do in the Midwest. But they're like, at least we didn't transition. At least we didn't tra- <laughs> transition to a black man, like I just did. Yes, but you know what? No, you transitioned oh. to a black woman with a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so look at this. So everybody's just taking pot shots. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> on here is getting the vitriol that I'm getting. Right? This is pretty funny, right? Then Matt Herrick keeps going. Yeah. And he and he tells Robert Smith. He goes, Yeah, there is always one out there. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm looking at this, I'm going, if these motherfuckers only knew. Oh, man. If they only listened to this podcast. You gave them so much material, because, like, all of their cars are just Did I give them that much material on purpose? Um, Or... I don't know. Do I have a hatred for overalls? (laughs) I'm hoping that this was all part of your plan to get them. Do I not like Skull? I'm hoping that your answer is going to be, I was just... Allowing them to give their best comedic... No, I said discourse. Best comedic material. Like, because these are good. They're getting better. Get the fuck out of here, they're, they're, getting, they're getting That good. guy just threw a... Uh, yeah, he has a low IQ. What the <laughs> fuck is that? That's not a good comment. Hey, do you have a vagina? <laughs> God, this, uh, you know what I'm thinking, Miss Megley? You are the one... You are all these people. <laughs> under the guys. You have like 40 I faces. I have 10 accounts. I'm sorry. Guilty. You, <laughs> <laughs> you're Matt Herrick, Robert Smith, and fucking... 
It was just too funny. Was. Just Some like, guy from Scotland. Just, so he walked right into that one, though. Right, right. Totally. So then I have to come back. I go to Matt Herrick, the guy that called me low IQ guy, right? Uh-huh. I put, laugh out loud, fair enough. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a good sport. You goof. <laughs> <laughs> my team will DM you and we can talk about my sensitive nature on my podcast. Please make sure you give us a couple of times available. But put down, put down your beef on wet. Oh, because Matt Herrick is from the Buffalo area. And yeah. I know that one of the staples of, beef, uh, of the Buffalo area is uh, mm. something called the beef on wet. It's pretty much a, slob, a slobby fat sound. You have family. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, don't say that about my family. No, yes. no, no, I'm saying you True. have family reunion over there. Yeah. Right in Buffalo, so I just said, upstate, put, upstate. put down your beef on wet for a minute and put those fat thumbs to work. What and you it? just come over here and you come on the Who Cares podcast. Yeah. Well, of course, I, and then I DM'd him. Yeah. And guess what? You found your new BFF. <laughs> no, that's not that's not my buddy. Oh no. Okay. No, this guy's still an idiot. Oh, he still hates you. Well, he never answered, and that's what we're talking about. Keyboard wars. I put my money where my mouth was. Let's talk about it. And he he and if he would have came on here, he would have found you as his lover. <laughs> And we would have taken our show on the road for the comedic talk. You would have totally field. left me. Comedic actor. We're taking you would have called it the Who Cares you know Cares podcast. Stand-up comedy I always wanted to do. <laughs> the Who Cares podcast 2 with Matt and Megan. Sorry, someone's not being a pussy. He's, not, he's actually, this person's not. Yeah, yeah. No, Matt, you're pretty someone's cool. Someone's like so trying to be PC all the hey, time. Hey, I fucking hated working with that guy, Steven. <laughs> he's so PC. Turning to <laughs> or like, I don't know, some kind of old lady. <laughs> I think he was on the Golden Girls. I think he was B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we got a couple more comments because everybody just yes, give a good one. Hey, look at make make Miss Bigley. You know that in real life, this happens to me all the time. Yep, I feel like this is like you're reading your mean tweets, like you know the mean oh tweets. right right. Yeah. right. are all directed yeah, but you. and but yeah, and I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> and, but no, but you know when we go out and stuff, yeah. They love you and want to punch me in the face. <laughs> so over here, uh, uh, oh, that, I, I guess I'm still mad at Matt Herrick. I put, Jesus, man, maybe not. I've never seen such a, oh, oh, because I went and looked up Matt Herrick's Facebook page. Now you're going to hit below the belt shots, huh? I went and looked at, no, I, I'm telling you, it is quite possibly the saddest. He's talking shit to me. And then you go on his page and it's like this ode to a girlfriend. I was like, I don't know, six months ago, man. <sighs> And this guy looks miserable, broken. And maybe, just maybe, this is his only outlet. So I even gave him all the brand because, I, man, maybe that was... I didn't know that, right? So maybe, I, put, yeah. I put Jesus, man. Maybe not. I've never seen such a sad and broken Facebook page as yours. He maybe doesn't have legs either. Maybe it's best. Uh, maybe it's best we just leave you alone. I get why you lashed out. I'm giving you an olive branch because I got empathy. Yeah. Or a sensitive soul because, goddamn... Like, Your page fucking. about missing a girl was sad as fuck. That's what I said. Oh, that's so then I... Travis Flanders, this is the man He's who is coming up. Coming up, our interview with him. This man. Can you believe this? What he said to me? You're part of this cancel culture. Grow up. It's funny. Nothing racist about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said, Travis Flanders. But laugh out loud, you assume much for a 60-year-old. Bring in, bring in. I think you would know better for being <laughs> Never said I didn't think it was funny, but old looking like you. Well, no. Oh, but no, old looking like you. Old looking like you need to adapt. Now it got and personal. just and just like you, it doesn't age well. Neither yeah. does that skit. Now we're getting personal. 
Right. You know, you know where I go. And then Travis Flanders hits me really hard. Oh, and he goes, I'm a lot younger than 60. You hide behind the keyboard, punk. There is no way in hell you'd say that to my face. I promise you. Grow up, you little pussy-ass punk. Oh, he did. He did. I knew it. Oh, man. I was going to. Wow. It's almost like he. I know. And so now I'm like, hmm, this is getting a little serious. Yeah. So, yeah, I felt that this is getting a little serious here, but. But things take a turn. Well. Uh, Are they be shocked? Well. Uh, dun, dun. This is what I tell Travis Flanders. I say, take it easy. If you put on your glasses and look at the previous comments, I invited those with discourse onto my podcast. And you get so mad when your action of talking some unintelligible verbiage to me created a simple reaction. Otherwise, I never would have known you. I have my team book you for this week, and you can explain cancel culture to me. Fair. Travis Flanders takes up that fucking opportunity. Yeah. That fucking bat, that man. He was a man's man. And he goes, very fair, let's do it. Oh, shit. And I put, sounds good. Oh. We'll DM you this evening. And I think I might. I might and, he go, and then he puts, I'll be waiting on it. Thank you. Okay. And then, and then I write about the uh, interview. Everybody can go to, I guess this would be uh, Facebook uh, groups, Pro Wrestling uh, Classics. And I write about the interview that we had. Miss Meg Lee, are you excited to hear this interview? Yes. Is it wrong for me? Uh, is it wrong of me to be rooting for um, this? Travis? <laughs> yeah, Travis. <laughs> yes. It's, you know? Because I'm kind of, you know, uh, and this one, this is kind of, well. I I'm on an island over here? Is that what you're saying? I don't think so. I think you're on the, the PC island of fucking politically correctness. Damn it. Yeah. Hey, I'm on you, a PC island. Hey, Puerto Rico? When did you get so serious? I'm on a Puerto Rico island? Hey, when did you get so serious? Puerto Vallarta? When did you get so serious, ma'am? That's it. How dare you? Uh, you you barely listen to these guys for two. We have been you we know have what? been we have been friends forever. Before you said Flanders' last comment, yeah. I was just gonna say the next comment's gonna be shut the fuck up, pussy. And then it's he said that to me, yeah. He called me pussy. And you know what though? So this is what happened, Miss Bigley. We we my team did DM him. Yeah. And my team, our team did DM him. Like, oh, I, am, I am an only child, aren't I? Yes, you are. Our team did DM him. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I did. Yeah, I think our team did. Uh, and, and then I got back to him, and we and he, and he was right there, and he said, I'm ready tomorrow. I said, can you give me a couple of days? Like, which day? Give me, like, three options. And he said, I'm ready tomorrow. All and right. I'm like, oh, well, shit. Okay. There we go. There we go. Let's do this. And yeah. now we FaceTimed each other. We come into the FaceTime. We're looking at each other, mano y mano, not like keyboard wires. Are you ready to listen to this interview? Yep. Yep. We'll get your popcorn ready. Travis. Hey, man. How you doing? Good. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. What was your name again? I'm Steven. Nice to meet you, Steven. It's a pleasure to meet you, too, man. I'm taking a little bit out of my busy day. Just got down home from work, and so we're ready to go. I feel you, man. Uh, and just for the record, yes, you do look much younger than 60. <laughs> oh, oh, man, man, you're only a couple years uh, ahead of me. Uh, listen, man, uh, just wanted to touch base with you. I think that what happened yesterday was, uh, I just wanted to tell you, man, I, I, I understand completely the vitriol that we had. However, I would like to just address... I, I just found it fascinating that the comment that I made 
was the only one that really got any kind of traction on that that board. Everybody else yeah. had talked about it. And the only comment I made, I'm, I'm, let me see if I pull it up here. Uh, yeah, exactly. And not to say that who doesn't hate the culture, the media, they, they're doing nothing but trying to divide us. 1,000%. Hey, hey, let, let's talk about that real quick. Okay. And, and let me tell you, I was in politics from 1998. Uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a former mayor of my town. Wait, I'm sorry, you're what? A former mayor. No way. Travis Flanders, you are a... Yes. A former mayor of where? Of where? I was on city council uh-huh. of my town. Uh-huh. And from 1998 until 2005. All right? So I was on city council, mayor, city council. Oh, well, I'm sorry. What what town? Real quick. I'm sorry. Cut it. Cut out. What town? Uh, South City, Georgia. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. Georgia. I know you're from... Yeah. So, and, and then I ran for state representative. I was 22 years old, and I ran for state representative against a, a 19-year incumbent Democrat and still and still come out with, like, 38% of the vote in a heavily Democratic uh, district. Well, we know now that uh, Georgia did go very Democrat. And that same person I ran against went to the Republican Party in the next election. Of course he did. Term him out. Yes. Huh? Term him out. Uh, so. Hey, I'm saying term, term them out. You know, what, three, four years, five, six years, some of that. Yeah, let's give them six years. Tops. I, that's, that's exactly what Ted Cruz from Texas proposed. Every mm-hmm. single legislative year, he proposed a constitutional amendment limiting congressmen to three terms, which is six years. Ah, and senators get two six-term or six-year limits, mm-hmm. 12 years. And then you can't cross over. You know, once you turn out, you can't run for Senate. You can't run for Senate. So Absolutely. And you're out. No retirement. There's no this. There's no pension. There's nothing. That's what's wrong with that group we got in Washington. And the same thing right here in the state of Georgia, the same ones keep going in. Mm-hmm. It might put flop a little bit. You know what? There's an old Native American saying. Mm. American Indian, how you want to say? I'm not politically correct. Uh, I think. That, wait, hold on. I think they're called. Let's see. Hold on. Let me get it right here. Now, Inuit is uh, Eskimos. Uh, indigenous. I don't know. I don't. Whatever term you want to use. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> One thousand. But great saying. I say it a long time ago. The left wing and the Right wing, <laughs> they're the same bird, and they both flock. To get, it takes both of them to get it together. Right. So they're all part of the same body through us and the body. Hence the culture. What people don't understand by I call them the socialist party. What the Democrat party's turned into is a socialist party. And what they have done is is they've taken like Andrew Jabari, Uncle Ben, right, and, and they, they take them off. But nobody, nobody's complaining. Actually, you know who did? Real quick, you know who did complain was Aunt Jemima's family. They said that they didn't want, I think it was Aunt Jemima's uh, family that they said they didn't want. Right, right. They did not want her off because that was so intriguing. She was a great woman. She, she, worked her, she worked her ass off to get some kind of celebrity 
at that time when it was very, you couldn't just post a podcast. <laughs> you couldn't just, you could, she worked her ass off to get to some kind of celebrity. I think she was a slave and she, and she was, and she, of course, beat that and then became, from that, she became a, a celebrity, a national celebrity. And, and so we, you know, I, I hate to reuse the word idolize because I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Put her picture on there to give her tribute. It was her recipe. What she done? We had a black woman raise and rise up from slavery. Absolutely. To become a millionaire, sold her recipes, and there she is on the box. Same thing with Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben's out of Louisiana. He, he's a real guy. Yeah, Uncle Ben's a real okay. guy. Okay. And so, and it's Betty Crocker, is it? Or is it, right? That's the, the Uncle Ben's a real guy. Okay. But, and then the guy with the cream of wheat, he, he invented that cream of wheat that the, the northerners up there ate. So, but they took him off. You understand what I'm saying? So they're all real people, and I hate to use the word blackface, but it's like they took the black faces off all the products. But look at this now: the progressives ain't complaining about Colonel Sanders. But he and he is and he definitely isn't a Kentucky. I mean, he is a Kentucky colonel, but that guy never fought in any kind of war as a, a colonel. Anybody could be a Kentucky colonel, right? That's from from what it, honorary, honorary, right? Honorary colonel of the militia of the um, Kentucky. No, I, I looked into that. Do you know anybody that's a Kentucky colonel that could get you and I both to be? Because I would love. Because I would definitely wear a white suit all day. <laughs> The media right now uh-huh. is is our enemy. Is our enemy absolutely? I, Facebook has now become our enemy. Yep. And, and Twitter has become our enemy. You know, I I, I was not at, I voted for Trump, so I let everybody know. absolutely. And so I'm fixing to put it like if he would have just kept his mouth shut, he would have went right back in office. Right back. Because now let me explain something to you. I'm in the construction industry. All right. Mm-hmm. Because of COVID pandemic, I didn't say pandemic, I said pandemic. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. This whole thing trying to control. And then they throw out this cancer culture there. This is this is the way that they have got to divide us. So they, they come out here and like, what are you from? Absolutely. What? I'm sorry? What descent are you? I'm uh, uh, Hispanic and white. I mean, I have uh, Irish, English, German. French Canadian, which I just found out it was French Canadian. I thought it was French because I'm like, really French Canadian? Because those guys are a bunch of weirdos. But I guess that's in my because Chris Benoit, you know, he killed uh, he killed those people. And one of my buddies that was uh, French Canadian, I called him up right after that happened. I said, "You goddamn French Canadians!" And then I find out, I find out like a couple like a year later that I'm French Canadian. So whatever. So I'm pretty much a mutt. I under I understand that, but half Hispanic and then the rest white. Mutt. So what they're doing at the border right now is... It, oh, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. But they're going to use that as a dividing wedge to, to try to divide the Hispanic community. I'm with you. The white community and from the black community. you got a triangle here where we're all black. And I'll tell you something. I've got several black friends. Several. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name their names because they don't want, it, they don't want everybody to know. Yeah, because right now you sound like you have... Uh, I have a black friend. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Oh, 100 percent. Tell me a man who got who got 32 percent of the black vote, 3 percent of the Hispanic vote, right, right, right. and still lost the election. You know, you know, you know who lost. You know who lost it for him was uh, young white males. That's correct. And the problem is, is because of our educational system, where we've got more progressives and they're teaching our kids today, and they're teaching them more about socialism than they are talking about capitalism. 
capitalism works, socialism fails. Look at Venezuela. The prime example. Absolute. Where socialism fails. One thousand. I, it's it's crazy that we even uh, you know what it was meant to be that we have this discourse because uh, I want to uh, I, I want to apologize to you Ben. Uh, I apologize to you for calling you a pussy. Uh, uh, uh. Well, I mean, look, we're here. We both we both talk to each other. And I think for reference for people listening and stuff, uh, yesterday I posted in a, a pro wrestling forum. I, I said the only thing that I was trying to get across and hold on one second. Let me the, the only thing that I was trying to get across yesterday was I just felt that in a time of uh, of such devices like we've been talking about, of course, who didn't think that that was funny in 1988 and 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 still funny today but uh, either you're trying to poke the bear or or you're cuz i i'm looking at the comments too uh, i looked at it recently and it's almost like everybody in there's like oh, it's the funniest thing i've ever seen it's the greatest thing that ever and i understand that everybody is saying that because of the backlash of what the media is trying to do because everybody right now, if, if, if the black population is only 13% of the population, why is it to many, many white people? Why is it that they're being inundated? And, and then when somebody like me comes along and says, Hey, uh, right now, really, you know, from in my, when my thinking was, I, it was a throwaway comment to me. I just thought like, really man, right, right now, like fine. And I'm not even, and who am I to judge anyways? I'm not, I'm not the judge, jury, and executioner. I am not Don Lemon. <laughs> I'm not Edison Cooper. <laughs> yeah, he's a terrible individual. Really, man, right, like right now you're going to post that, that post. And from that just unleashed and um, the vitriol was unheard of. I've never seen anything like that. And I'm like, holy shit, maybe in my mind, Yesterday, really, it really, I don't want to say woke me up because I don't want to use that term. Dislike the, the radicals on both sides, whether it be woke culture, that it was just not the right time and the right place right now to be posting that. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? That's all. I understand is that, and I'm going to tell you the reason you had that backlash, all right? Okay. Is because, because the media makes up thinking that the majority feel this way. They feel like the majority of Whites feel this way. They feel the majority. Of feel, feel what way? Feel what way? What do you mean? That that we're we're with them. You know, like we need to take all these people off of boxes. We need to prop up Black Lives Matter. We need to pop up, you know, all lives matter or whatever. You know, right? Whatever today's story is, we need to prop it up. But you know what? We're the media, so we get to tell you what you can, right. and what you can't think. Right. So the problem is, is the reason you got a backlash is because people are. Yeah, they're, they're, I, that's what I kind of. That's what I understood. Yeah. They say, and, 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 and they're they're tired of their freedom of speech right. being hindered just to make somebody else feel good. Well, you know what? I grew up with Archie Bunker. Right. Hey. Hey, you no, know, right. And I, I, listen, listen, my man. I just played, uh, there's a, there's a clip, uh, and I think everybody should watch this. It's where, um, Archie Bunker goes to George Jefferson's son's wedding. Lionel, Lionel, Lionel. And he's marrying, and he's marrying, uh, a black lady. But then Archie Bunker, you know, uh, George Jefferson about, you know, you better get your mammy in place. And, and it, George Jefferson's gra- uh, mother goes, who are you calling mammy? And then she, you know, and he goes, whoa. And then he sees a white dude. And he goes, "What are you, the caterer?" And the white dude goes, "No, I'm the uh, the bride's dad." And and Archie Bunker goes, "Oh, this I gotta see," because he knows that George Jefferson is just as the writing on that was perfect because it made fun of 
of of the goof of the white guy and it made fun of the goof of the black guy and we just all are trying to figure this whole thing out no country in the world is as progressive as we are and and is trying to assimilate together the way that we are and yes there's going to be peaks and valleys but we are we're going to have to get it together but it doesn't do us justice when you have this divisiveness by the media when you have divisiveness by by our leaders local and you know at the top level and you have to, we are, we, the people will just get along. You're in Georgia. How, you know, it's black and white pretty much. You don't have that many Hispanic. Maybe you do. I'm not really sure. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Hispanics are everywhere. <laughs> right. right. We have to, and we have to laugh and we have to laugh at our individual, our individual norms. And, and we have to, we have to make fun of it. We don't have to be so serious about it. I've had Hispanic people in my house growing up. I've had black. I've had black families in my house growing up. I had white people because that's my family. Absolutely. And you you, no, you should be ashamed. Of, you don't know you should be ashamed of it. You should be ashamed that you're white. <laughs> right. Absolutely. One, one of my questions, Travis, is uh, what age did you have? Did you get your cross, hood, and uh, swastika? <laughs> my grandfather was a Pentecostal preacher. He died at 92 years old in 1996. And he never called a black man a black man. Uh-huh. In his day, they're all colored. Colored, yeah. Yeah. My- yeah. So that was the norm back then. Right. You understand? Right. You know, I told my granddaddy one time when he was talking to, to, to one of his guys that he knew who was black. I ain't going to say his friend, but, you know, they're the, and uh, he goes, hey, you need to, um, you know, uh, how's your, how's your um, color, how's that color guy to be dollar? Right. And I, I told my granddaddy, I said, granddaddy, you can't call him color. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right, right. And so then Jesse Jackson runs for office and he comes up with this term, African-American. Was it Jesse Jackson? Was he the one? Jesse Jackson in 1984 told the moderator of the debate. No way. That he was not a black man. African American. No shit. American movie. No shit. Like so, you know what? He had a lot of he had a lot of traction at that time, right? He did. When Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton die, especially about fifty percent reduction in the amount of bullshit that comes out of their mouth. One thousand. I don't know how much Jesse Jackson is getting pretty old, but Al Sharpton, but both of them, they have done nothing. But to me, is what I've seen is Tawana Brawley. You know, from that to Al Sharpton has done nothing but victimize his own people and pocketed. On, on his own people. How many viewers did you have? Uh, we're in the, I don't know, a couple thousand per episode. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story. And, and I'm, I need your help. Okay. There, 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 there's a stupid law in this state um, back, passed by the Democrats, the old Southern Democrats back in the 1990s, uh-huh. 1996 to be. Uh-huh. And it says if you can commit a violent act, uh-huh. you're going to serve. 98% of your sentence. No eligibility for parole. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, over over here, if it's not federal, over here you, you serve about, uh, I don't know, 20%. <laughs> so let me tell you about a friend of my name, Jeremy Ray. Okay. Jeremy Ray was a senior, and he was in the Georgia Southern University down in Statesboro, Georgia. Okay. 
His cousin comes over and, and he is a struggling black guy trying to trying to pay for college. All right. I mean, he is. I mean, this is all before, you know, there's Pell Grants going out and you can go to college for free on it. We struggled back in the 90s to pay to go, go get through college. He 1,000. a very poor family. Very poor family. He was the most smallest, nicest. Matter of fact, when I was in sixth grade, he ran to eighth graders off the list trying to give me a wedgie in the back. <laughs> what kind of guy this is, all right? I, I'm just telling you. No, 100%. Dude, that's honest. That's, uh, hey. hey, no, no, that's bullying. That's bullying, and uh, if th- you, you can never go through that. You can never go through that because if you do, you get a sixth-place trophy, and you get <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other story. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I hate to I'm sorry. It made me who I am today. Wait, I tell you, when I went to boarding school, what happened to me, but we'll, we'll, you, you can call me back again. We'll talk about that. 1,000. But. Jeremy Jeremy Ray did something stupid one night of his life in Statesboro, Georgia. He went and held up three restaurants. Oh shit! To try to get some money. Okay. His 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 cousin was that his lawyer was able to get the paperwork in to get a plea deal. And this is a black is it a black dude black buddy of yours? He's black or he's a white guy? He's black, black dude. Okay. Yeah, both of them are black. Okay. Jeremy's lawyer missed the deadline to get the paperwork. Hmm. So he's like, well, and so his lawyer said, well, all they're going to do is take it to trial. Well, of course they're going to find him guilty because the damn, you know, his <laughs> He was a public pretender? Is that what you said? He was a public pretender? <laughs> yeah, okay. He missed filing the paperwork. Mm-hmm. So he can only have to serve seven years. This guy served 22 years you in gotta prison. Be, you got to be shitting me. And he still got 23 more years to go. And he, for the, he has not had a disciplinary report since 2005. He mentors inmates that's got short times to get their GEDs. Mm-hmm. He's a part of the prison ministry program. He gets no trouble. He stays to himself. We, our governor in this state mm-hmm. does not have the authority, and this all goes back to segregation, to pardon people. That's good for the pardon and parole board. What, what do you mean that goes back to segregation? I don't know if everybody understands what, what you mean by that. Because, right, so back in the 1960s, right. 1950s and 60s. The Jim Crow laws is what you're talking about? The, the Jim Crow days. Let's, mm-hmm. let's say that way. Okay. Well, the white, let's say, because everybody, almost everybody who was white was not a member of the damn clan back then. So when the clan went out. Yeah, really? Is that, is that, that's true, huh? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's very true. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, we don't know because I'm out here in Southern California. My, you know, my family, my mom's side is white. Uh, I pretty much, I grew up in a, a Hispanic white area here in Whittier, California. Here, and so we really don't know how how much the 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 clan, I guess, was really. Clan was very prevalent back in those days. The really. Start dying off much of the 1990s. I'm just being honest with you. Really? It was just a bunch of hillbilly redneck mm-hmm. getting together to do stupid No, 100%. Back then, it was like your doctors and your dentists and your lawyers. Everybody was a member of the clan. That's so crazy. So, what was happening was they was committing these acts of violence and the governor was turning around and partying. Okay. Because, like, Jordan must be, uh, you know, uh, and did some more. They was out there pardoning these guys. So they done it. the state legislator says, you know, well, we're, we're going to take away your pardoning power, so we're going to put it before them. Oh, because because of the clan ties, because of the clan ties. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Robert Byrd, was he from your guys' uh, state? No, no, he's from West Virginia. And okay. He was the grand, 
and dragging over all of the United States. He was serving in the United States Senate. And he's a wait, wait. wait. He, and he was and he was what 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 party was he? Democrat Party. Democrat Party, exactly. He founded the Klan. Jesus Christ. The Democrat Party is the one who kept bites out of restaurants. The Democrat They still do. They kept them in the back of the bus. The Democrat Party. Let's keep going. The Democrat Party has always kept minorities down. And I said minorities. 1,000%. I said minorities. Minorities, exactly. They always kept them down. Because they need votes. Most time, Kamala Harris is not black. And I don't care what anybody says. So they don't know what a black person actually goes for. Come down here to South. Come down here to the South. You right. can actually see how the police treat black people down here. Because it happens. I've seen it. I, I, I mean, I, I know it, it, it happens. I'm not an idiot. Right. I'm a very libertarian guy. I feel you. No, because I think the Republicans are just uh, uh, one. Half, what is it? What's the term? Half dozen of another, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, so, but I'm an American, and that's what absolutely. And that's why I'm pushing so hard right now. We need to get Jeremy Ray out of prison. Okay. We are asking for help to get him out. I mean, we're starting to change our and we're and, and if you help me out with that, yeah, and and, and bless, I, I need to take. Like five million signatures to the parole board. Okay. Say, hey, look, we want him out of prison. Okay. Okay. So Jeremy and playing devil's advocate. Uh, Jeremy, the good guy. I'm sorry. Jeremy is a great, is a not great guy. I mean, he's obviously like he did hold up a couple of restaurants, but he's a good guy. Yes, I will vouch for Jeremy. I, I mean, Jeremy, hey, he sit there and told me, you know, look, I made a mistake. I screwed up. Right. Haven't we all? Does it, does it, but you've got child molesters out here. Right. Who actually hurt somebody. 100%. And they serve seven Not just hurt somebody, hurt hurt kids in their formative years. you got to be kidding me. That, that's when you when you do something to a child, man, that's unspeakable. Back to Charlie Daniels' song. Damn swamp. Damn stuff. And let God do it. That's how I feel about child molesters. Right. Uh, 1,000. One, no, 1,000. That's like if a man walks into a damn bathroom while my daughter's in there using the bathroom, yeah, you're going there with his ass and get him out. I'm right. Like, yeah, all bets are off. Oh, one thousand. I don't care about the LBGTBQ, whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't care about it. Yeah, I, I, real quick, I want to I want to touch that. Make sure we, we get Jeremy Gray's uh, change.org. But I do want to touch on that, though. Do you do you think? What? I'm sorry? Right, Jeremy Ray. I'm going to send you a link. If you can text me your uh, email address, I'm going to send you a web page that was created for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so our whole class that graduated in 1994 from Cook High School has signed a letter requesting. And so we said, you know what? Signatures ain't going to do it. We need to get up here and we need to go to change.org. I've already talked to the state legislators. I've talked to the deputy director of the Department of Corrections here to get information to make sure. I want to make sure he, he's telling us the truth that he hadn't gotten any trouble. And he hadn't. I've done my due diligence of investigating. Right. Sure. He's done how, how long? He's done 20 years? He's done 22 years going on his 23rd year. I, I, think, I think he's good. I think he's okay. I think, he's, <laughs> I think he learned his lesson. God damn it. Oh, no, no offense. I know you're a church going man, but Jesus Christ. And he's trying his best. 
that he wants is a miracle. And I'm a brother, it's going to take a miracle to get him out of prison. Man, you know, uh, and listen, listen. I uh, I want to touch too. We're going to talk about the LGBTQ. How 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 soon do you think it is till uh, we have to start accepting pedophiles? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you were to tell, if I were to tell you, if I were to tell you fifteen twenty years ago that like this trans movement is is so prevalent, and and what would you think that the trans people or whatever you want to call it, people, he, she, they. How much of the population really is, I mean, would you say, of course, less than 1%, right? Exactly. 0.02%. So we're allowing 0.02%. But what, but, but, but what happens next? But what about, I, we're seeing things now, though, too, that uh, people are getting mad at pedophile hunters, and what, which obviously you don't want to kill nobody. I don't want to encourage vigilantes, or uh, absolutely not. But people are starting to do, there's a backlash against them. So what... <laughs> I say within the next five years they're gonna say it's all right because it's gonna be quote exactly. <laughs> which it is. Hey, which would it, I mean? Obviously, the guy's mentally an idiot, or, or he's just born wrong, or, or she's born wrong, or whatever you want to call it. But how do we, man? That, that's a tough one right there, right? It's a. All right, so let me give you another fine statistic. In the 1980s, they started shutting down mental hospitals. Reagan. That, that's the one thing Reagan did that I like. Reagan. But that is so. Let so in the 1980s they started shutting down mental hospitals. Mm-hmm. So from that time, now start looking at the rise of the prison population. All right. So from the 1980s to I say the two, year 2000, mm-hmm. you had almost a 60 percent jump in prison populations mm-hmm. because now they say, you know what? Well, if they commit a crime, we'll treat them in prison. So that's why you have all these mental health. Yeah, we've got prisons in the state of Georgia. I I worked in the prison system from 1996 until 2001. I worked in the Georgia Department of Corrections. I worked in the middle where we had mental health inmates. Half of those inmates did not deserve to be in prison. We had this one inmate, Junior. He just kept going into the damn neighbor's yard. They kept getting into criminal trespass. Okay, well, let me, let me ask you this. So, I, I, this is this is an amazing talk, man. That you know what it was meant to be that we talked shit to each other yesterday, and I, I, I yeah, you know, well, it really was. You find out, man, you actually agree more. If, if, if America, I knew what me and you're doing right now, and this is what we're trying to show. Absolutely. We, this is a whole different country. I, I got labeled a uh, woke culture, a pussy, a sissy, a fucking little bitch. Everything just because I I I just felt that like man I, right now do you know what I mean? Not to say that like I get it. We didn't even in 1997 we didn't know. I mean, and when they went Henry and D-Lo, Rock and Rock, right, I met Ron Simmons so many times. Right, there. he's one of the most down to earth guys you ever met. Right, so l- let me let me just preface it for everybody out there. Yesterday I I comment on a post. Everybody likes wrestling out there. In 1997, 96, 97, Triple H decided to impersonate The Rock. And uh, Sean Waltman decided to impersonate Mark Henry, uh, who was a black man. And they all wore black face. Or Triple H put a little darker face on. And he, you know, whatever. And the video was posted in this group. And everybody just started going, oh, it's, ha, 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 it's the greatest. And I'm like, man, really right now? Like, 
That, that's poor timing. That's all I thought. I don't know, man. And really, for and that was just a throwaway comment for myself. But the amount of hate that I got yesterday was unbelievable. And so, of course, I'm going to come back just as hard. And here we are with Travis Flanders, who ran for, uh, who was a mayor in Georgia. He uh, has worked in the correctional system, city council, and is a and is a is a decent good God-fearing man and just wants to help us all come together. And him and I yesterday talked a lot of shit to each other. He called, he says, oh, I bet you don't talk to my face. I'm going to smash your face. I'm like, I'm ready to go down. And I called him some terrible things too. Look at, here we are today. We're making it better because we can. I said, well, all right, well, you want to be on the podcast? And he goes, yeah, I'll be on your fucking podcast. <laughs> I'll be on that fucking cast. I'll be on that goddamn cast. And here you are. And ace timing each other. And man, I think I found a friend. And exactly, and, and so the way we got to do this is we got to come together. One thousand. And, and, and we can be keyboard warriors all day long. I love these people who sit behind their key mama in their mama's basements, basements right. and talk all kind of shit. Right. Because at the end of the day, you know as well as I do, I wouldn't have said that to you to your face, and you wouldn't have said that to me in my face. I think you, I think you, I don't know. I think you and I, we, we, we put our money where our mouth is. We're FaceTiming each other. I, th- I think we might have. No, 1,000, 1,000. Most, most of them wouldn't. And that's why I wanted to explain to you, man, all right, let's do this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't know. You never, you never know, man, right? Who, who you're running into of, of any sort, right? And, uh. I'll tell anybody, you can talk to 10 people. Now people will tell you I'm one of the most awesome guys here. Make I give you share off my back. I feel so it. There's that one person that's going to tell you I'm a complete asshole. Oh, of course, you can't please everybody. You can't please everybody. No, no, man. I'm not looking to please everybody, but I am looking to try to help Jeremy get out of prison. All right, and that's beautiful, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy Ray. What's what's his? Uh... And uh, hey, I, like I told you, I just got home from South Carolina from work. Okay. I'll, uh, no, I'll let, I'll let you go. Uh, I've seen her in three days or four days. And, uh, geez, you better give your wife some love. And I'd like to go spend some time with her if you don't mind. No, 1,000. Uh, Travis, man, it's been an amazing uh, talk with you, brother. And, uh, and, and we'll talk some more. Yeah, I, I think that this could be like, uh, I think the world needs to hear, hear more more from you, man. When are you running again? Well, I never, I would never run for political office. Really? I've helped, yeah, helped somebody get elected. I was on the fast track to become governor of the state back in the early 2000s. So you're gonna be the guy behind the guy? If if not, I'll be your campaign manager. I think I'm ready to I'm ready to do it for you. <laughs> Anybody's better than me. <laughs> hey man, hey George, you guys you guys got shit crazy over there. But anyways, yeah, we did. This is not a Democrat state. I don't care what anybody tells you. Right? Yeah. Whatever. We'll, we'll get. That's the next topic. But I appreciate you, man. And uh, me your number, if you don't mind. Of course. And I'll send you that link to Jeremy. So you Absolutely, I'll put it on the website. We'll keep in touch. And I'll promote it. I'll send you. Let me come back on again. Oh, I'd love, I'd love it, man. I love it. Talk about wrestling sometimes. Oh, of course, of course. You're an intelligent man, and I appreciate you coming on here. And God, God bless you, brother. And good health to you and your family. God bless you too. Brother. All right, all right, brother. Take it easy. Every day the deficit grows.
can't stretch it any farther. Push, pull, tear. We can't stretch it any farther. Push, pull, tear. We can't stretch it any farther.
That was a take right now.